live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all, and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hello, Live from America family, LFA family. What is happening? Oh, it's so good to be back with you for our third show of the day, but the second Live from America, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. You're locked and loaded. LFA TV. And I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting as always from the live-free-or-die granite state of New Hampshire. And uh, I got to tell you, every day is even more of a blessing than the, uh, than the previous with you guys. It really is. And uh, we're growing in our fellowship. We're growing in our friendship. And uh, more and more of you are also growing in your fellowship and your friendship uh, with the other TV hosts, the other LFA TV hosts. So it really is an honor to be here with you guys. So thank you guys. And thank you for all of the, uh, yep, still smiling. Thank you guys for all the love with the other LFA TV hosts. Uh, As I said uh, yesterday, when the new numbers came out, which they come out around, I'd say about 9, 10 o'clock on Rumble. If you go to the leaderboard every night at that time, you'll see where the LFA TV hosts um, are placed in the top 50. Top 50 of anybody on Rumble. And LFA TV has every show in it every single day. But yesterday, uh, we were right next to Donald Trump Jr. And we remained there as LFA, live from America anyway, had... uh, Two spots in the top 10 once again. So I just want to thank you guys all for that. I want to thank you for rumbling. I want to thank you for sharing. But right now, we've got to get to something very serious. And uh, I even told uh, producer Eli, I said, uh, you really got to pay attention to the beginning of tonight's show. Um, Because what some people are going through, what some people are going through in this world to make sure that you, myself, and the rest of the country and the world has the truth is almost unbearable. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I want to do something that we've never done before. We've always raised money. Lulu Red is the last one we raised money for. Her check goes out this week. We've always raised money for people in need. Sometimes we've raised money for people who are having a uh, a battle in court like Carrie Lake or anybody somebody like that. But we've never raised money for Ben Berkwam. Not one time. We have never, ever put a financial uh, support in, in a way of, of, of slurp fund to Ben Berkwam. Because I can promise you this, what he is getting paid to do the job he's doing is not nearly enough. And I know that for a fact. And I'm not saying that he doesn't get paid a decent amount of money or anything like that. I'm saying what he gets paid for what he does, not nearly enough. You couldn't pay me twice what he gets to do what he does. So tonight, any Rumble rant that comes in will be raised for Ben Berkwam. Any Rumble rant. What I won't do, though, is take much from the Slurp Fund because that is there uh, for people who are really, really need. So I'm going to take, I'm going to start the first $100 out tonight, and we're going to give it to Ben Berkwam. And after you watch this video of what he and Oscar have to go through to make this journey, ladies and gentlemen, It is rough. Not only are they showing you the journey that the illegal migrants, aliens, have to travel and how dangerous it is for the children that they're with, for the people that they're with, them just trying to, uh, them just trying to get away from whatever crappy life they have, but also showing you the, 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 the exact path 
and the trip that these people, whether they're bad or good, have to make. And exposing exactly what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Here we go. Ben. The filter, if you're in this place, and if you don't have it, your opinion. Oh, it's a freaking lifesaver. Thank you, Michael Jan, for all the tips. Uh, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be prepared coming in here. I must have filled this, this camel pack up at least 10 times and it's two liters. It's 20 liters of water. You can't possibly carry that much and you can't trust the water. These guys will drink out of it, but there's, if an animal crapped in the creek up upstream, you could get a parasite. It's just not worth it. So you got to get a good filter. Top three things that you need. Water, number one. The filter. Not just the filter, a good a good pack to hold a lot of water because you go for stretches over the mountains where you don't have water. Two. Two, food. You got to be able to eat. I and think three is. Three is boots, the right shoes. With the stick. Yeah, a stick would be like five for me. The right shoes and two pairs of shoes so you can dry your feet off at night. Four. The hammock. hammock. The hammock. Hammock, yeah. And five, the stick. Brutal. But look how beautiful it is, too. Brutal, people. Been having rough morning today. Really rough morning. Here's what they talk about. One up these hills. It it's no joke. Slippery. You get cramps, to be honest. A lot of cramps. And it slows you down and I'm you know you slow the team, but you can't mess with somebody else's exhaustion. That's the bad thing about it. That's the other thing. If you anything that you have that hurts. It will be exacerbated. If you got a sore back, it's going to hurt worse. I had a little tiny blister from my flip-flops on my foot, and now it's a infected little wound. Anything, anything is going to be magnified. Anything painful. So you got to be just know that. But part of it, the main thing, is keep your feet healthy. I broke my little toe. Thankfully, it was just my toe. But you know, every little thing adds up. Strong man. He's a strong dude. I'm gonna tell you this. So we are almost there, apparently. Almost. God, help us out to get there quick, healthy, and safe. Third day of walking. Really, we're, we're tired now. And I cannot even imagine the people that they have been here 10 days that we just interviewed. I can't. There's no way that I will... I don't know, have the patience or the mental strength to go on this 10 days. 10 days is crazy, Ben. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, and, and you think about it, 10 days without the right supplies. Yeah. Sleeping in wet tents, uh. if you have a tent. If not, you're sleeping on wet ground. You're running out of water. You're, you're getting sick drinking this stuff because the people with you are crapping upstream. Uh, you got a baby that's pooping, crapping all the time. You got to change diapers. I mean, it's like, what? Baby crying because you, you just made their lives hell. It's, it's unbelievable. Come fill your water up. I'm too tired. About to fill water. Come fill your water up. I'm too tired. Come fill your water up, Oscar. I'm too tired. Broke his pinky toe. Now I get it. In the grand scheme of things, getting raped, getting murdered, breaking your pinky toe is nothing, right? But these guys are actually getting breaks after a couple days. Think of the people who are bringing their babies, their toddlers, their elderly on this trip. Let's, let's take away, let's take away the, the fear factor of... Illegals coming here to cause harm. And let's think about the human factor of the lies these people are told and the 
support that they're given to make that journey and they die in the process and their baby dies in the process. They lose a limb. They are raped, whatever. Murdered. This is what Ben and Oscar are trying to show the world. This is why we ask you to share to five social media platforms. This is why we ask you to rumble and talk. And you guys, I couldn't even begin to thank all of the people that have rumble ranted. Eli, have you seen this? It is, Ben does not know we're doing this. So please nobody tell him, okay? This is real time. Please nobody tell Ben. Ben does not know we're doing this. Ben is not watching this show as of right now. Ben is going through this. This is what he's going through. He is blood, sweat, and tears while we get to sit in the comfort of this chair and report it to all of you who get to sit in the comfort of your own home. I've been on the road with Ben. Ben is an absolute beast, ladies and gentlemen. And when he's not rushing to get the news, when he's not rushing to get the truth or the stories, you know what he's doing? He's either raising or homeschooling his kids, spending time with his wife, or he's jogging up mountains at 6 a.m. in order to keep his strength. And you ask him, why do you do this every morning outside of staying healthy? So that I can make sure that I do my part. This is what God wants me to do so I can stay healthy to get out there and get the news. I said to him, dude, do you want to sit behind a desk? Do you want to chill for a little bit? Do you want to do like an extra podcast? Hopefully try to make a little bit of extra money or something like that. Maybe get a sponsor or something for your show. He said, that's not what God wants me to do. Now, this money will go for Ben and Oscar, just so you guys all know. Unless somebody says, I I don't give any to Oscar, my intention was to give this to Ben so he and Oscar could split this for what they're going through. So if anybody has a problem with that, I know sometimes people have an issue with who the money goes to when they donate it, but I I should have said in the beginning, this will go to to those two, okay? Ben, I I trust Ben to do the right with it with Oscar, and I pray that all of you guys are okay with that, okay? And thank you very much for what you guys have done and what you're doing for Ben right now. Again, he does not know this, and we are going to invite him on tomorrow, and we're going to tell him how much we've raised for him then, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Look at all of you guys. I, I wish I could thank all of you individually, but you guys are all, you don't do it for, for, for acknowledgement. You do it for the right reasons. We're going to have Ben come on tomorrow, hopefully, and if we can get him on, we'll tell him then, but I can promise you this, get your tissues ready. Get your tissues ready. Nobody in this country outside of Mike Lindell has fought harder than Ben Berkwam. And I would argue Ben Berkwam has fought harder. January 31st, year of our Lord. When you are in a tough situation, Ben, Oscar, we pray over you tonight. Your mind tends to go into overdrive. I want you to have confidence in me and my ways, patiently trusting in me, even when you can't see a way forward. You can trust that I will not forsake you in your time of need. Isaiah 30, 15. And please, guys, please, please, please kick up the shares, okay? Let's get this out there. Let's get, our, let's get everybody in here. Over 4,000, okay? Isaiah 30, 15. Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest, You shall be saved. In quietness and confidence shall be your strength. Ben, Oscar, let us be your strength. Let us be your strength. Let God, let the the Holy Spirit be your strength. I know they do. They are very, very God-fearing, two God-fearing individuals. Now, if some people are like, I don't know how to make a donation on here, it's okay, you can send it in, and I will make sure Ben gets it. Or you can go to jeremyherald.com, donate there. I will make sure Ben gets it, okay? Yes, he flew back. Yeah, he flew back. He went to the Cary Lake event and then went right back to work. Rav's got him running everywhere. Deuteron- this is why I say he does not get paid enough. Nobody would. I don't care who you are. This isn't me saying Rav doesn't pay him you know, enough for a, a salary, You know, I don't know exactly what he makes. I'm just saying I know that it's not enough for what he's doing. I know that. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified. 
because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you, nor he will never forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6. And rather than rushing into overdrive, seek my face and my direction tonight before you turn out the light. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, ladies and gentlemen. And let's pray for Oscar. Let's pray for Ben. Let's pray for this network. Let's pray for Rav. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And Lord, while we have your ear, please put an armor of God, a full protection, heavenly protection around Oscar Ben and the entire team. Everybody that's working with them internationally, nationally, the RAV team, we ask that you lift them up. We ask that you deliver them into safety and allow them to complete their mission, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as always, It is time to rock and roll. I hope you're ready. I know I'm ready. I know Eli's ready. I know Crispy's probably ready somewhere. And the rest of the LFA TV family is ready. So please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day. 3,335 so far for Ben. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? Does that include the 100 that I put in from the slurp fund? So that's 3,435. Now, is that, that's before the percentage that comes out for Rumble's transaction? Oh, yeah. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, so far over $3,000 prior to, um, prior to the, uh, the, the percentage that Rumble takes, which I don't have a problem doing either because we're all growing together, and we're growing on a platform that allows us to be us. That's what I love about it. I want to say thank you guys all very much. You guys have no idea what this means to me. Ben means he's, he's my brother. Ben is my brother. We've been in the thick of this for a very, very long time. And I, and I want to tell you this. All of us will be at CPAC. And I pray that you guys are all there as well. Because I can't wait to love you, hug you, take pictures with all of you, cry together, fight together, laugh together, love together. Let's get it in, ladies and gentlemen. New information, Zelensky. And I'm talking about, you know, the, uh, the fake thong-wearing, leather-dancing weirdo that, quote, runs Ukraine. Yeah, that Zelensky. The same Zelensky who keeps uh, seeming to win the Megabucks every week. The United States Megabucks. Right? Well, this is Zelensky sent out a government. Sent out a, dover, a government decree to destroy all, any and all information on Hunter Biden's company. Now, why would that happen? Why would they need to have done that? Ukrainian President Zelensky ordered government officials to destroy all information on Hunter Biden's Metabiota company on the same day Russia invaded the country. Wow. I wonder if that's got anything to do with the 46 bio labs that the uh, fake news keeps saying that uh, is not there. Thank you, Jess D. I will, I will go check that out. God bless you. When and where is CPAC? February, uh, March 1st through March 4th, Washington, D.C., the Gaylord Hotel. Okay? Continue to keep sharing, guys. Now, remember the 46 biolabs that, that, um, that are in Ukraine that uh, Putin wanted gone? Yeah, those pesky biolabs that they never talk about? Weird, right? Russia invaded Ukraine on February 22nd, 2022, if you guys remember. And thank you, Wiser. God bless. I'll make sure he gets it, okay? Russia invaded Ukraine February 22nd, 2022. Zelensky sent out this document on February 24th, 2022. Two days later. Two days later, now I got to give a big shout out to DC Drano, Rogan O'Hanley, because he put this out today. He said, remember when the Pentagon confirmed the U.S. partnered with 46 Ukrainian bioweapon labs and Hunter Biden secured millions for one of the labs, Metobiota? Well, we now have a, two, uh, a February 24th, 2022, thank you, Liz Bowman, letter from Zelensky ordering the destruction of all government files for Metabiota. And then he said, I'm sure it's nothing. And then he went on to say, did Zelensky keep some sort of uh, uh, incriminating documents against Hunter at at Metabiota and Burisma to use his extortion against Joe Biden to get more money and weapons? 
I think we all know that answer. Thank you, Miss Angel. God bless. Zelensky sent out that decree on February 24th, folks. That was two days. Two days. Thank you, Melissa. God bless. After Russia, quote, invaded Ukraine to destroy all this information that the Ukrainian Research Anti-Plague Institute had and the Zydomir Regional Laboratory Centers of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, who all worked with MetaBiota and MetaBiota scientists. These two documents were originally posted in June of 2022, but today we can confirm that these documents are authentic. And today we are concluding that the documents from Hunter Biden's laptop that discussed his ownership percentage of the MetaBiota company and his organization are 100% true. Thank you, Charm. God bless you. Thank you, and thank you, Steer. God bless you. This government document is confirmed and authenticated by XR Vision. Let me see if I can pop this up for you guys. Yeah, this is the best look you're going to get of it, but here it is. This is the document. This is the document, official document, signed and sent out, transcribed here. Let me see if I can... Uh, I don't know if I can make this. Well, you know what? Just pop it over like this. How about that? So here's the document right here. And here's the document transcribed right here. So it says the Ministry of Defense of Ukraine with the participation of specialists of the security service of Ukraine in connection with the conduct of martial law in Ukraine from February 24th in accordance with the decree of the president of Ukraine. 24th of that same month, organized the devastating destruction of personal files of servicemen, employees, and staff at the state institution, quote, Center for Public Health and of Ministry and Health of Ukraine, Ukrainian Research Anti-Plague Institute, um, Mekhanikov of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, Zytomir Regional and Laboratory Centers of the Ministry of Health of Ukraine, which worked together with scientists of MetaBiot Inc., Battel. There it is, folks. There it is right there. Now, this is Hunter Biden's company. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird that these uh, files were ordered to be destroyed two days after Russians launched this attack and which, by the way, would have gotten this information? I wonder if that was a direct order from Joe Biden. Thank you, Cindy. God bless you. Thank you, um, SheCat. And, and happy birthday, by the way. God bless you. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and play this video real quick here. Go ahead and roll that. Explosions followed by sirens. A number of missiles have hit. This was that day. Military installations here in the capital, including the military intelligence headquarters, which is just four miles from where I am standing. Now, 20 miles from the capital is the town of Hostomol. We are now hearing that Russian helicopters are assaulting the airport there. And then just a short ways away is the Belarusian border. There you go. Now, that day, that day. And this was all going down. Now, I want to show you a screenshot real quick of that. What was going on in the background? Why did I show you that clip? Well, remember this? Ha <laughs> ha! Remember this? There it is. We got you. We got you. That's it. That is them burning and destroying the MetaBiota Lab um, documents. Jeremy, this is Stephen. I ordered my Field of Greens a few days ago. I got it today, and it tastes so good. Well, God bless, Stephen. I can't wait to hear the results. So there you go, folks. That's why I showed you that video. They were currently, during the video, burning the stuff in the background. There it is. There it is. Let's go. Let's see if we can go back to that video where it's happening behind her here. See if I can... Uh... Right there. Now, she's talking about Russia bombing and burning places, but what you're really seeing in the background Terry there... Intelligence headquarters, which is on. just 
four miles is. from where I am standing. That now, 20 <laughs> miles from Look the capital this. is the town of Hustomel. We are now hearing that Russian helicopters are assaulting. She's sitting there saying Russian helicopters. Russian helicopters are blowing things up. Things are happening all over. Meanwhile, what they're showing you behind you was a fire. And if you put the fire, and, and it looks like people are trying to put it out, and with her narrative, it sounds like this is from a Russian explosion. No, that was the Meadow Biota Lab that was destroying all the Hunter Biden documents. <laughs> oh, these people. These people. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's, there's a lot more that goes with this. Um, several documents on Hunter Biden's laptop discussing his ownership and his connections with uh, Meadow Biota. And I've, I'm looking at those files right now. You're talking in the, ter- um, the first file of the closing, um, which we completed on December 16th last year. We called 18% of the capital and made two investments, $250,000 into Metabiota. This is Hunter Biden. This was on his laptop. $577,166 in council in two investments. Given we invested less than expected in council by call, but called the capital to invest more, we have about 390000 of dry powder. We are in discussion with Metabiota about increasing our investment there by an additional $250,000, which would leave 140000 of dry powder. This is the dry powder we can use for retainers, for fundraising, raising the balance of the funds, etc. The second file is the worksheet that backs it all up, all the wires that were sent to, uh, to the GPs last year and this year. The second tab, total fees, in this file details the total amounts raised and fees associated with various funds. And there was another 42500 for something, another $150,000 for something else. And this was all in Hunter Biden's laptop, folks. So again, you know, all we can do, all we can do is keep getting the information out there and uh, keep fighting. Thank you, Anthea. Thank you, Lucille. Matter of fact, let's pop on the Rumble chat real quick, and let's highlight the LFA family for a minute for all the greatness that they're doing. Somebody, Vic, Vic says she's up to 55.05. Wow. Well, at the end, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be able to, uh, after it all calculates, I'll be able to go into a spreadsheet that, that they do. Uh, and I'll be able to find out exactly what it is. But it's nice that you guys are, you know, keeping a, uh, trying to keep a, a mental tab as well. That way we can, uh, we can see who's the closest, right? Five bucks to the one who's closest. How about that? How about that? Um, where is the dollar symbol? I can't find it anywhere. Well, you see my cursor right here? Oh, look at that. For Ben, another $100. See my cursor? If I come way down like this and I keep coming down another couple inches and then over to the left a couple inches... It's right down below where my cursor is right now. It's just a little green dollar sign. So love this family. Thank you. So do I. Missed you, Jeremy. Hi, my brother. Hey, Scotty. How's the job, my friend? I'm glad you're here. Glad you're here, guys. Please share the video. Keep rumbling the video. Let's get it working. But I'll tell you what. Ben is going to be so incredibly surprised. So is Oscar. I guarantee you. I guarantee you they are going to cry crazy. Bill Maher, ladies and gentlemen. Bill Maher is heading to late night CNN. And while Bill Maher is um, getting ready to head to CNN, uh, the left wing media and the left wing loons are attacking Bill Maher. How do they think that's going to go for them? Now, I'm not saying that I like Bill Maher in any way, but Bill Maher has said some pretty, um, pretty obvious uh, things when it comes to wokeness. And when it comes to free speech and the liberals agenda and for that, he's getting lambasted right now by the left. But first, Bill Maher is joining CNN's lineup. (laughs) CNN will air after show segments of Bill Maher's HBO uh, Friday night show. CNN is adding comedian Bill Maher to its Friday night lineup starting Friday at 1130 p.m. Eastern time. The network will begin airing segments of Overtime, the after show segment of Mars Weekly HBO late night real time with Bill Maher during CNN tonight. So uh, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, this is a move by Chris Light, 
Chris Licht, I think, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, yes, Mike Lindell is going on Jimmy Kimmel tonight. And we got a great story to tell you about Mike Lindell today. So you're going to want to share for that. Um, but Chris Licht is trying to do anything he can to save the company. Uh, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But left-wingers like Keith Oberman, who looks like uh, Rachel Maddow. Actually, Rachel Maddow looks like more of a man than Keith Oberman. Wouldn't you agree, Eli? Richard Maddow probably definitely get, has more... Uh, more angle in the dangle. Than, uh, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's go to these tweets. These tweets are great. Let's go to Keith Oberman. So Bill Maher's leftovers will run on at CNN Friday night as a veteran guest on that show. Wow, that's something to be proud of, nerd. That's like being the dumbest dummy in the dumb room. As a veteran on that great show, on that show, uh, not that this is going to top the CNN 92,000 demo rating average. What about the profanity? He says, thank you, S. Spurgey. Thank you, God bless. So he's upset. He doesn't like it. Let's see who else is upset. We've got this, uh, this Islamic uh, uh, reporter here, I guess. Uh, Mehdi Hassan. Hmm, Bill Maher is obsessed with this idea that cancel culture is out of control, yet Maher himself just got a new CNN gig. Despite saying outrageous things about Muslims, Arabs, and trans people making crass jokes about Asians and using the N-word on TV. To be clear, I'm not saying that no one is ever canceled or that there's no censorship. I'm just saying that the right-wing reactionary white men who shout loudest about it almost always seem to do just fine themselves. Well, sue me for being white, I guess. And then, of course, we've got the one and only dummy of all dummies, uh, Shank Uger, for uh, the Young Turks who says, or Uyghur, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Don't care. The guy's a moron. The best clip of all time, by the way, was when Alex Jones cornered uh, Shink for the Young Turks while he was live at some, at some uh, event. And Alex Jones literally just cornered him and was like, oh, oh, and, and Shank went nuts, folks. Shank went absolutely nuts. Stabber, a devil. <laughs> he is your enemy. I see you enemy. I see you enemy, enemy, enemy. You are my enemy. And I swear total resistance yeah. to you with everything I've yeah. got. So that, that, that's the best clip of all time. Maybe we'll play that tomorrow if anybody remembers that clip. Anyway. He says, Bill Maher is actually perfect for CNN, to be honest. False equivalencies, propping up right-wing culture, war-talking points, fighting for the status quo, and that smug face. Tapper might get jealous because he might be out smug. Now, I will say this. I will say this. Uh, The Young Turks basically broke off on their own. And, uh, and they're kind of doing what, you know, LFA TV's doing or Rav or anybody else is doing. And you got to give it to them. You know, if, anybody, if I go watch anybody for, like, counter, you know, uh, counter talking points, it's never the mainstream media. It's always people like the Young Turks and smaller left-wing, um, you know, networks. Kind of like us. Uh, but they're always all wrong and they're always all completely stupid. Now, this is the reason why, because fake news CNN just plummeted to the lowest ratings that it has seen in about 10 years, ladies and gentlemen. That's why. And it's because of people like this guy right here who hates white people, yet he's married to one, holds hands with, and does whatever else with, but you're racist. Anyway, moving on. CNN just saw its lowest ratings in nine years from January 16th to January 22nd. The network only averaged 444 thousand people in prime time and 417,000 in total each day. How you doing Robert and Mary Kay from New Jersey? Good to see you. I also want a big a big shout out to Dennis and Tatiana Sled because I love them and I have not given them a shout out for so long. Big shout out to Dennis and Tatiana Sled. Meanwhile, not that I care for them much more, but Fox News drew 2 million. So that is, you know, five times what these guys are drawing. Okay? Easily. So CNN is dropping and dropping. Now, I would love to have CNN's numbers. But you know what? We're not a nationally syndicated network that's been around for the last 50 years. And we're going to catch you. Don't worry. And even if we don't, we're putting out more truth than you anyway. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, CNN is trying to do anything they can, even bringing on Bill Maher. But you want to know what's going to do? Bill Maher is going to go on CNN, and he's going to start literally taking an axe to the left-wing loons over there, to the cancel culture people over there. They're going to eat each other. We're going to sit back. We're going to watch. We're going to love it. We're going to have a good time. We're going to tell the truth, and we're going to MAGA like a mofo. Moving on. Remember that song, you guys? 
Remember that song? Anyway, uh, we do got to highlight one of our sponsors, and uh, and that's going to be Four Patriots. Four Patriots, ladies and gentlemen, has signed on to be another uh, a sponsor for another month here on LFA TV, and they said that there is nobody on social media, nobody that they sponsor, that has the percentage of engagement as the LFA audience. I'm not kidding. For every, you, you see these people with two, three, four hundred thousand followers, right? And they have like two, three, four hundred thousand views on their on their uh, their their shows. If you if you scale that down to our size, we dominate them in engagement. That means the live from America family, the action item oriented live from America family, is so engaged that you guys have obviously bought a lot from Four Patriots because they're signing on for another month. They would like to thank you. I would like to thank you. And I would also like to plug this big bad boy right here. How many of you got power cut this year because of weather? How many of you are monopolized by your electricity companies and you'd love to just give yourself a break, but yet you don't have full solar power? Well, rely on enough to fill this bad boy up right here. And you can probably, you know, hook your, uh, plug your, uh, your refrigerator in it for the day, for the day. That's, that's electricity. You don't have to use that thing will power refrigerator like nobody's business. So ladies and gentlemen, get free energy. Okay. Don't, don't use gas. Don't plug that bad boy in. Just grab the power of the sun. Go to fourpatriotscom slash LFA fourpatriotscom slash LFA, or use the promo code LFA at checkout and get a discount on any purchase. Okay. All right, moving on, folks. Uh, we didn't quite touch 4,000 on Rumble, but I appreciate everybody here. Thank you for all your likes, Rumbles, and for everyone watching on Roku and Firestick. God bless you. We love you. Moving on. Joey Applesauce is at it again, folks. Joe Biden just can't seem to help himself. Thank you, Cat352. Joe Biden just can't seem to help himself from acting so weird. I want to show you what he did to a reporter today, Okay. Reporter says, what's behind your decision to end the COVID emergency? He runs up on her like he's going to eat her, like he's some kind of monster crawling out from under the bed. And what is a normal person supposed to do when you see this kind of crap? What is a normal person supposed to do when you see some kind of old man suffering from the worst cognitive decline that any president has ever suffered ever in the history of the United States of America? Coming at you, shuffling his feet. The only thing he's missing is one of those walkers with the tennis balls cut on the bottom. And he's coming at you, and he gets ever so close to you and grabs your hands. But this is Joe Biden, folks. He's failing by the day. Check it out. What's behind the decision to end the COVID emergency, Come here, you. Come here. We don't get nothing done for seeing refer bar. Come here, sir, refer bar. What's behind your decision to end the COVID emergency? COVID emergency will end with the Supreme Court exit. We've extended from May the 15th to make sure we get everything done. The COVID emergency will end with the Supreme Court exit. And don't touch me. Why are you touching me? Your hands smell like pee and popcorn. It smells like the bottom of a urinal in a bar that an old person had sharded in for the last hour. Don't touch me. Get off of me. Why are you running up on me like that? Weird. Again, the guy is slipping. Cognitive decline is slipping faster than ever before. Then he goes and he has some kind of a infrastructure speech with Chuck Schumer talk about dumb and dumber oh my lanta but anyway while he's here with Chuck Schumer and Chuck Schumer's talking oh he's so great he's the greatest oh he's the greatest Joe Biden gets up there and starts yelling again you know he starts screaming again this was a a trait or characteristic of somebody who has Alzheimer's or dementia and we talked about this you guys are the ones that diagnosed this because you are all very familiar with this Roll the clip. President, passed by my Senate and House colleagues, Gateway is finally leaving the station. Now, you can use whatever train metaphor you want, anyone you want, but get on the Joe Biden Express now because we are not stopping. Yeah, you do stop. 
You stop to sniff 12-year-olds. You stop to grab people out of nowhere. Why would anybody want to get on the Biden train? It doesn't go anywhere. There's not enough gas in the world to make that thing go anywhere. It can't shuffle fast enough. I wouldn't want to get on that train. I'd want to get on the Trump train if I was an independent. I'd want to get on the Trump train if I was somebody who was on the fence. You know who I wouldn't follow? That crusty bag of bones right there. Now, watch this. He starts yelling again. I never! Again, cognitive decline. There's nothing we can't do. Nothing. 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 When the hell has America ever, ever, ever set a goal? When? That it didn't reach. When has it ever? Name me a time. Name me a time (laughs) when America's gone through a crunch and didn't come out stronger on the other side than went in. It's not a joke. I'm not cutting around. Name me a time. Name me a time. America hasn't come out stronger on your side. Name me a time. time anyway ladies and gentlemen uh speaking of joe biden and all of his uh all of his faults biden doesn't know anything so anything that actually happens outside of you know changing your diaper is definitely by the hands of the people who are puppeting joe biden every single day not him he doesn't he he can't just by the two videos I just showed you, there's no possible way that he could have a debate and there's no possible way that he could literally have a conversation that made any sense. So this next story is not Joe Biden, but it's definitely the Joe Biden administration, the illegitimate regime. Tesla has now put out a statement that said that the Biden regime or administration, as they called it, has requested all the documentation that the company has on its proprietary self-driving technology. Now, why would they do that? Auto company Tesla said in a government filing this week that the White House is actively seeking information from it regarding its self-driving and artificial, artificial intelligence technologies. Funny how they're all of a sudden going after Elon Musk. Hmm. Same thing they did to Donald Trump. The corporation said in an SEC filing yesterday that it regularly receives requests for information from regulators and government authorities, such as the National Highway Traffic and Safety Administration, the National Transportation Safety Board, the SEC, the Department of Justice, and various state, federal, and international agencies. The company has received requests from the DOJ for documents related to Tesla's autopilot and full self-driving features, the filing states. To our knowledge, no government agency in any ongoing investigation has concluded that any wrongdoing has occurred. The company said it cannot predict the outcome or the impact of any ongoing matters. Further states, should the government decide to pursue an enforcement action for not giving it to them, there exists the possibility of a material adverse impact to our business. Results of operation, prospects, cash flows, and financial positions, the filing states. What does this sound like to you that the Biden administration is doing to Elon Musk? Why do you think that they are threatening this man's very existence when just three years ago they were like, thank you, Elon Musk, for the self-driving cars. Thank you for Starlink over Ukraine. You are the greatest billionaire of all time next to Tony Stark. You are the greatest inventor of all time next to Benjamin Franklin. You are the new Nikolai Tesla. Buys Twitter. No! Sounds like to me they are using their political muscle and their political might to bend the will of Elon Musk and bankrupt him into nothing. Happy Girl says it's very frustrating when I don't know how to donate and don't see a dollar sign. I would assume that if maybe you need to do an update. Are you on the app? Are you on the web? 
If you're on the web, if you're on the app, that's why you don't see a dollar sign. You need to go to the mobile app, uh, the version, the mobile, uh, the mobile browser of your phone, and then you can pull it up and see it. If you are on the app, you will not see a dollar sign, at least on Android. I do not know about Apple. Folks, we are almost at 4,000. I would really love to hit 4,000 tonight. So if we get some shares out you, that would be absolutely wonderful. Now, something I was going to cover earlier. A lot of people do not know what this means. Woke. Especially a lot of the older generation who watches this show. What is woke, Jeremy? I get the, I get the question all the time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the definition of what woke actually means so that you understand why we say this person is woke, that person is woke. Because knowledge is power. And if you're of the older generation and you don't know what woke is, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna give you some knowledge here, okay? All right. 100% fed up. Guest uh, contributor by Chuck Moss. The question was asked by my pastor as he sat down at our table having post-mass coffee. What does it mean exactly? Interestingly, we could all tell him examples, but no, no one, me included, this guy wrote, could give a specific answer as to, you know, to the question. He later gave his understanding, which I think was something like being nice to folks who are different. But I took his question in a more fundamental way. The guy is not a Jesuit, but I went to a school run by Jesse's, and that sort of direct fundamental query of basic meaning is as Jesuitical as it comes. What does woke mean? Short answer, all of the dictionaries define the term as meaning socially aware of injustice. They are woke. They are awake to the, the man. They are awake to the hierarchy and the patriarchy, okay? Per you, Jeremy, or Trevor Loudon. I'm not sure what that means. Are you talking about sending a check? Well, whoever you want to send it to, just put it in the memo section if you're sending a check, okay? All right. Now, that's like defining communism as wanting to help people. So... We go down the rabbit hole even further, okay? Woke is an ideology, meaning a secular religion. It's revealed truth. Opponents are sinners. Questioning is hearsay. And unbelievers must be converted or destroyed. It's collectivist. Collective thinking rejects human individualism. Herding people into broad classes based on defined characteristics like race, sex, and religion. In classic Marxism, and that's what I call it, those groups are defined by economic status. Woke defines them by race and sorts them out by privilege. The color of your skin does indeed define your character forever. So everything that we ever learned about content uh, or, or, or the, or the, uh, your character and the kind of person that you are. None of that, Matt. That's all wrong if you are woke, okay? A wealthy black college professor outranks a poor white son of a coal miner. Collective thinking denies human basic dignity and treats them as mere numbers. It, is also, it also assigns collective guilt. Another current name for collective is progressive. Ladies and gentlemen, this would be called a collectivist. Okay, so we're taking all these little definitions and we're rolling them into one. Woke is also authoritarian. Collectivism is is tyrannical with no individual right to base human dignity and no freedoms. People are simply ants to be directed by any would-be world leader. It's also Marxist. Woke defines the world as nothing more than the, an arena of power. All are at war with all for dominance. The defined dominant class is at war with everybody else. Every institution, norm, faith, history, and tradition, every human endeavor is a deliberate instrument of oppression by a dominant class. Woke defines the dominant class as white supremacy. Everyone is a victim of white supremacy. Everyone. Everything existing is fair game to be destroyed because everything is a victim of white supremacy. Woke is also totalitarianism. 
There are no innocents. There are no neutrals. There's nobody on the fence. Nothing is non-political. Everything is either an instrument of oppression or an instrument of struggle. For the defined victim class, all are permitted. For the oppressor class, any attack is fair game. This is a religion, or better yet, a cult, ladies and gentlemen. Within this religion ideology, there is the doctrine of intersectionality. This means there are other classes of victims that have hitched along for the ride. Not all these hitchhikers are equal, though, because then it gets down and breaks down into that. So basically, everything you ever learned about being a good human being, everything you ever learned about the content of your character, not the color of your skin, everything that you ever learned about every man is created equal, everything you ever learned in the Bible, everything you ever learned um, from your church is all wrong. You're all oppressors, and everybody that's not you is a victim. Thank you, Lydia Kaufman, for Ben. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the best definition that I can give for woke. And I believe it touches pretty much everything. Amen? Now, let's go and uh, talk about one of our other sponsors that's been here for a while. We got to squeeze them in when we can. And not only squeeze them in when we can, we got to show these guys some love. Because they're showing us love by making sure they're trying to fill that 35% gap where we still need income. So we need to get informed first of all, about what Home Title Lock does. For anybody who's new here and has not heard this yet, I would ask you that anybody, anytime you see me do a sponsor read, why don't you ask the people in the chat what they think? But there is no faster, there is no easier way to steal everything you've ever worked for than to steal the equity in your home. It takes 10 minutes I can do it. You can do it. I could steal Kayla's house. I could steal Rosebud's house. I could steal American Patriot's house. And I know how to do it. I would never do it, but they showed me exactly how it's done. And the reason why they did that when I got this sponsor for the first time was to show me that anybody can do it and nobody is exempt or safe from this. Home Title Lock makes you safe from this fraud. So go to HomeTitleLock.com today and all you have to do is have a, a conversation with them and they will give you a free, and I mean a free, ladies and gentlemen, $100 value Home Title Lock scan to make sure that your home hasn't been targeted today. And then if you don't want to take it after that, don't. take, Get the free scan and bounce. But check it out today, okay? Vict- Victoria says, please steal my house. I hate this ghetto place. <laughs> All right, folks, we might run a little bit late tonight, but I'm going to try to squeeze through this as quick as I can, all right? We're going to go to some medical professionals who are whistleblowers because I think it's time uh, that uh, the world starts seeing uh, what really happened behind closed doors. These medical professionals turned whistleblowers. They're exposing Houston Methodist Hospital's early COVID-19 vaccine mandate, okay? So let's just go to this video. I will let them do the talking, and they can tell. This is part one, by the way, of three. We don't have the other parts yet, but they are going to be coming. Check it out. ...at Houston Methodist, the Woodlands, and got suspended and ultimately... ...due to the vaccine mandate. You did not want to get vaccinated? No. Dr. Venu Julapali is among an outspoken group of medical professionals once affiliated with Houston Methodist. Methodist was the first hospital system in the nation to require COVID vaccines. I refused to get the, the vaccine. I spoke out on social media saying vaccine mandates were wrong. I said I don't want to take so it. I ultimately gave my notice and I went somewhere else. And I was suspended and then terminated. It's rare to find medical professionals from such a prominent hospital system speaking on camera on the topic. Punished, they say, for using independent medical judgment which they consider a hallmark of sound medicine. Dr. Julapali started an email group of more than a thousand of his colleagues to discuss and debate the policies. Many, he said, would only share their true feelings with him in private. The level of fear among our colleagues, among the medical staff, in terms of expressing their opinion, whatever it was, because they were afraid that they were going to be retaliated against, by the institution, Houston Methodist, was off the charts and continues to be off the charts. Dr. Mary Crow is an oncologist. And it, it, it's, it's like another 
You know what? Let's just go ahead. There's like another uh, 45 seconds. Let's go ahead. I, I want you to hear their story. Hematologist I stop it, who, but, like but. Dr. Julapali, lost privileges to practice medicine at Methodist for refusing the vaccine. You have the right to put up your hand and say, what the hell is going on here? Please explain this to me and not risk obliteration of your personal and professional life. Dr. Mary Tally Bowden, an ear, nose and throat specialist, also lost privileges at Methodist. I've tested over 80,000 people for COVID and that's what first alerted me to what was going on because we keep track of who's vaccinated and who's not. who's not. And the patients who were vaccinated and testing positive were just as sick, if not sicker than the ones that weren't. And eventually I saw more vaccinated patients testing positive than unvaccinated. Boom. And that's when I really became vocal. There it is. And these people's lives were destroyed and they've had enough. Countries have had enough. Everybody's had enough. Folks, I titled tonight's show, We Defeated COVID and Its Creators. We defeated them, but now we have to administer justice on them. That's what needs to happen next. That's what need to ha ha has to happen next. Now, this next video, I'm going to show you just a short part, portion of it. I'd like to thank, if I could, Rosa Catalano. Because Rosa Catalano sent me this video. And this is why I love people like Suzanne and Rosa and all you guys who help out. Because sometimes stuff slips through the crack with me. I don't get to see all these videos. So what you're about to see is video that was surfaced of CDC high-level official Dr. Carol Baker. And I went back and looked her up. She was a doozy. She was caught on film in 2009 giving you the entire playbook of what they were planning on doing. Now, mind you, this was supposed to have happened earlier. Okay, so this was pushed back. I want to give you this wonderful, wonderful video. Thank you so much, Rosa. Because uh, I did not see this video. And this is incredible. 2009 footage uh, from the CDC showing you what their plan was. Check it out. Here we go. ...of a top CDC official saying that the elite should get rid of all the whites in the United States and replace them with immigrants to reduce the number of people who refuse vaccines. Dr. Carol Baker was caught on film describing what she calls a solution during a panel discussion in New York City. The solution. Every study published in the last five years, when you look at vaccine refusers, I'm not talking about, well, hesitants, most of them we can talk into coming to terms, but refusers. We'll just get rid of all the whites in the United States. Notably, Baker was appointed chair of the CDC's advisory committee on immunization by Obama's Health and Human Services Secretary Kathleen Sebelius in 2009. The Houston doctor was also honored with the Sabin Vaccine Institute's 2019 Albert B. Sabin Gold Medal at a Washington DC ceremony sponsored by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Pfizer. Is anybody really surprised that a Bill Gates connected CDC official is openly suggesting depopulating America of white people who don't cooperate with the elite's vaccine agenda? This now, is the same Bill Gates- Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, 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 doesn't that sound a lot like what Ben is saying that they're doing on purpose right now? Doesn't that look exactly like what they're doing at the border right now doesn't that align with everything that i've been telling you about literally purging this country of its whiteness to bring in an entire new culture and destroy everything this was in 2009 okay and bill gates at that time vowed and still does to pump mrna into the food supply to force the jab of the unvaccinated. Oh, I'm not kidding you. Go ahead. Let's continue to play that clip. Gates, who's planning to pump mRNA vaccines into farm animals destined for dinner plates. According to Gates, this will force jab the unvaccinated and solve the issue of vaccine hesitancy. Well, there you go, folks. Well, the Gates That was their plan all along. It's never not been their plan. That's why they hate Trump. That's why they hate you. That's why they banned us from social media. But guess what? I've said it before. I'll say it again. And I'll keep freaking saying it. We're coming for you. And you're not safe legally. Love that word legally. Don't you guys? Don't you love that word legally? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's clean things up here. And let's talk about EnviroCleanse real quick. EnviroCleanse is the best top-notch air purifier in the world. And you can get a massive discount by using promo code LFA. You can also call these people and talk to them. Any questions you might have.
These are the same air purifying units that they use in over 100,000 classrooms in America. They're the same air purifier units that they use on our submarines to keep our Navy men breathing good air. They are the same purifying units that hundreds, yes, hundreds of LFA family members have already purchased. And yes, whether it be COPD, whether it be asthma, whether it be dust, whether it be cigarette smoke, whatever it is, 85% of the toxins in the air are gone with your EnviroCleanse. And it'll you work up for 1,000 square feet. A thousand square feet. So go to ekpure.com, ekpure.com. Get rid of odors, get rid of smells, get rid of dust. Breathe clean air, open up your nostrils, open up your sinuses, and start breathing, eating, living better. ekpure.com, promo code LFA. Now, real quick here, I'll go for about another five minutes. Matt Gates actually confirms the major deal that was struck on that four or five days that we were fighting in the House of Representatives for uh, to make sure we held um, McCarthy's feet to the fire. Well, Matt Gates has confirmed that that deal, made in writing, had bad or had multiple forms, excuse me, and was cut between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and GOP rebels, the 20, during the speakership vote earlier this month. In a candid exchange with MSNBC host Ari Melberg, Gates credited the appointment of Republican holdouts to key committees to their negotiating tactics against Kevin McCarthy and contended that he had no objection to publicly releasing the specifics of the concessions that the GOP hardliners secured for McCarthy. Quote, there was specifically a side-by-side sheet where we made offers to Kevin McCarthy. There were some offers he accepted, some he modified, some he rejected, just like you'd see in any negotiation. Gates explained, and I can tell you that Thomas Massey, Chip Roy, Ralph Norman, being the rules committee, would not have happened had it not been for this negotiation, okay? And neither would Kevin, would uh, Matt Gates or hardly any of the others, okay? Paul Gosar or any of them. This was a strategy that these people used, and by the way, that late night negotiation had Donald Trump on the phone with about 10 different congressmen and women brokering that deal the entire time. And you want to tell me that man ain't got something to do with all this? I beg to differ. Amen? And jumping on to the next story here, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Alec Baldwin formally, formally charged with manslaughter. Ladies and gentlemen, roll this beautiful bean footage. Have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway, and it happened because of more than mere negligence. Our top story at five, charges will be filed in the Rust film set shooting. Actor Alec Baldwin and armorer Hannah Gutierrez-Reed will both face two counts of involuntary manslaughter, according to the Santa Fe County DA's office. The incident in October of 2021 killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and injured director Joel Souza. The shooting happened on the Bonanza Creek Ranch movie set near Santa Fe. We have team coverage with reporters working all of the angles. Our legal expert John Day says it would have been shocking if no charges were filed. He'll join us coming up. But we begin with Stephanie Manise, who explains the charges. Doug Shelley, the Santa Fe District Attorney, Mary Carmack Altwise, announced three people would be charged in the Russ film set shooting. The most serious charges are involuntary manslaughter charges for actor Al and producer Alec Baldwin and armor Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. The film's assistant director, Dave Halls, reached... So, uh, yeah, there you go. I guess maybe you'll think twice about lying, cheating, stealing, killing. And I wouldn't say that I'm glad that this is happening, but I will say this. I think he, much like all of us, are going to get exactly what's coming for him and coming to him. Now you're right, he probably won't get much other than probation or parole or whatever, but it'll be on his record, and that's what I like. And he'll be a felon, and he'll never be grabbing another gun ever again. Maybe he can do some, uh, some late night skits for Saturday Night Live. <laughs> or maybe Donald Trump can go on Saturday Night Live, boost their ratings up, and pretend to be Alec Baldwin on the set of Rust killing people. Because that would be about as low as what Alec Baldwin did to all of us for the last six years. And ladies and gentlemen, the part I've been waiting for the whole night, 
Mike Lindell does it again. And if you did not stay until the end of this, oh, you're going to be kicking yourself. Mike Lindell reinvents what started it all. The MyPillow 2.0 has a brand new temperature regulating technology in the MyPillow for a better night's sleep. And you know what I love about that? Is that picture right there. Boy, Mike Lindell from crackhead to CEO to inventor, the best inventor of all time when it comes to pillows. Ladies and gentlemen, when betting stores kicked Mike Lindell's Mike Pillow out for questioning the 2020 election, a lot of entrepreneurs would have shut the door, shut the business, bounced and left. Mike Lindell said, nope, not me. Hold my crack pipe. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Not only did Mike keep going, he also kept innovating. And now, ladies and gentlemen, he has just introduced the newest version of his iconic MyPillow, the MyPillow 2.0. And what makes the MyPillow 2.0 so special? I believe, hold on, I believe we have a uh, (laughs) Mike Lindell talking about. Hey, Mike Lindell can sell pillows, not Jeremy Harrell, okay? Let's go to this. uh, (laughs) I've done it again. I've done it again. I've done it again. He says, hold on, let's go. I I think I got this video somewhere. Uh, let's do a side-by-side. Yeah, here we go. Check this out, folks. Mike Liddell. He's great. I love this man. The MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Miss makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. My Pillow 2.0. He's a great intro, brother. Good. We got it. Welcome to the set of the My Pillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the My Pillow's patented fill, but now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented My Pillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to mypillow.com. Use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Oh, you got to love Mike Lindell, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, anyway, that's going to do it for Live from America tonight, guys. Uh, I want to say thank you to all of you. I want to say thank you to all of our wonderful, amazing, amazing sponsors who have been here for so long. Gold Co., they've helped you guys financially. You've got the EnviroCleanse. It's helped you guys with your breathing. you got the FOG. Field of Greens has helped your uh, your your health and your weight and your uh, the regrowth of your hair. You know what I mean? You've got Scoremaster who's been out there helping with your credit score. Everybody that we bring in are good Christian conservative people who know what we do, just like Gold Co., who wants to help make sure that you guys are on the right side of things. So again, big shout out to Gold Co. Make sure you guys reach out to them, 855-559-3433. They've been helping so many people. Since we started being uh, uh, sponsored by them. And guess what? They've been here the longest. They've been here the longest. And that says something. So big shout out to all of them. And again, big shout out to all of you. Thank you for being here. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will not know the total, the exact total, until after this show. So I will tell you guys tomorrow on the morning show. And do not tell Ben. I, I repeat, do not tell Ben. Let's do it on this show, okay? Thank you guys for the help for Ben. I love each and every one of you, and I'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. for Rise Up. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel, folks. Peace! Stop screaming that we first in America